Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Am I tough enough? Strong and stable leadership. Total rhubarb. Hell yes, I'm tough enough. Shut the fridge. Not another one. It's the Politics Show podcast. Love podcasts, hate nonsense. It's the Politics Show podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Ed Campbell. Hello. Ava Santino. Hi. PMQs. Are you going right in? I think we go straight in. Ollie was very, very firmly told us today that this needs to be a tight record because he's busy. Pre-menstrual questions. <laughs> we were meant to start really at 12.30. Well, you could what? have told us. <laughs> People didn't finish till after that. You yeah, only started heating your lunch talk, up we at only, We only talk about the Prime Minister and the Leader of the Opposition. That's not true. We, we ignore it every week. Yeah, the Prime Minister and the Leader of the Opposition. Boom, <laughs> <laughs> boom, here all week. Want a clip? Yeah. Another clip? Another one. You want to roll a little clip? Mm. Yes. Who's going to say it? Roll. It only works when you say it, doesn't it? Oh, clip. Excuse me. Clip. (laughs) (laughs) A Tory MP spent last week claiming that Britain is run by a shadowy cabal made up of activists, the deep state, and most chillingly of all, the Financial Times. <laughs> uh, at what point did his party give up on governing and become the political wing of the Flat Earth Society? Yeah. Mr Speaker, his predecessor spent last week in America trying to flog her new book. In search of fame and wealth, she's taken to slagging off an under... Uh, they made a Prime Minister, now they can't bear talking about her. In search of fame and wealth, she's taken to slagging off and undermining Britain at every opportunity. She claimed, she claimed that as Prime Minister she was sabotaged by the deep state. She also remained silent as Tommy Robinson, that right-wing thug, was described as a hero. Why is he allowing her to stand as a Tory MP at the next election? Well, Mr Speaker, I don't believe a single member of this House supports Tommy Robinson, Mr Speaker. 
Mr. Speaker, if, if he wants to talk about former leaders and predecessors, the whole, the whole country knows his record because he sat there while anti-Semitism ran rife in this party and not once but twice backed a man who called Hamas friends, Mr Speaker. But to their credit, to their credit, the Shadow Chancellor, the Shadow Home Secretary and indeed the Shadow Foreign Secretary refused to back the former Labour leader. But he didn't because he's spineless, hopeless and utterly shameless. Ed, I found um, that session of Prime Minister's questions between the leader of the opposition, Keir Starmer, and Prime Minister Rishi Sunak, I found it deeply unedifying, to be honest with you. Unedifying? I did. I didn't find it spunky. <laughs> I found it to be, oh, your party was led by Jeremy Corbyn. Your party was led by Liz Truss. Some fucking nothing. It was fucking nothing? Yeah, I don't know. It's like your party's mental or your party's anti-Semitic. Yeah. Um, I think it speaks, well, yeah, well, it's, if that's those are the two options, then yeah, it's pretty shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty shit. Um, I think the, the thing about uh, the Conservative Party Islamophobia problem um, and talking about, like, well, yeah, why, have you, why haven't you disowned Liz, Liz Truss from her platform at the Flat Earth Society was, I think, the line that Starmer used, which got a laugh out of me and Sean. With audible, an audible giggle from both me and Mr. Hickey. Um, but he can't, dis- he can't disown them. Is that what you call him in bed? Mr. No. Sean <laughs> and I don't sleep together anymore. <laughs> um, Are you, ca- you big spoon or small? In that, Ed's backpacking on Sean. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're just 69 now. <laughs> Is it a spoon? <laughs> the spoons are faced in opposite directions. <laughs> It's like yin and yang. <laughs> or yin and yang it. Um, he can't disown Liz Truss because the people who like Liz Truss, the mental people, are the only ones who still like the Conservative Party. So if you alienate them, you've got fucking nobody left. Mm. So that's why he can't disown Liz Truss, regardless, regardless of what she says. And the Conservative Party, she popped within the Conservative Party as well. well the, the thing for me, Ava, that I, th- I think that some of the criticism for Rishi Sunak in terms of um, Liz Truss is actually a little unfair. Because during the leadership contest, which he fought with her, he repeatedly said, if you do this, here's what will happen. And lo and behold, it happened. He wasn't, he wasn't there clapping her along. He, he literally stood up in front of the Tory party members and was like, you might not want to hear this, but now is not the time for tax cuts. This, look, it's, it's easy to, to stand on the stage and say what she's saying, but we can't do that. <laughs> I'm not sure the microphone will pick that up. <laughs> That's just yeah, glugging. Sean uh, cleaning himself out. After. <laughs> <laughs> Sean's dishing in the background. <laughs> but yeah, to be fair to Rishi Sunak, <laughs> we're still going. I think it's gone. To be fair to Rishi Sunak, he wasn't there cheerleading the whole time, and this whole. Oh, you you love Liz Truss. I don't think he does. Well, it's sort of like, I guess, if you say to a five-year-old, the five-year-old of the electorate here, um, <laughs> Fucking hell. you say, you can't have a seventh bag of crisps because you will die. 
the five-year-old's like, well, I'm going to go to dad because he'll give me the seventh packet of crisps. My dad is looking That's to right. kill me. Who's, so, who's my home side. So, who's the five-year-old? So, so the five-year-old is the, the, the voters, the conservative right. membership. Rishi Sunak is mum saying no more crisps. Right. Liz Truss is dad saying you can have tax cuts. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it makes sense now. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank the, you the difference is that since the leadership election, Liz Truss has taken the red pill. Pre-leadership election, but she she's taken all the fucking pills. Yeah, uh, she wasn't. You know, she wasn't at CPAC, like standing with Steve Bannon, talking about uh, like, well, he says that Tommy Robinson's a good guy. She wasn't saying like the FT is the Illuminati or whatever. There, there are now things that concrete, more concrete things to disavow her for, which make and by not doing that, it makes him. Don't know. It, he, it's, there's, it's, it's not just a difference of economic policy. It's like oh. You are like a conspiracy theorist. No, because I think not. I don't think Rishi Sunak is a conspiracy no, theorist. No, I'm not saying that I as think well. he's um, an evangelist, and I think that he's always misread as sort of a small C, one nation Tory, and he's not. I would say he's actually more of like a Danny Kruger. Um, what's the other one who wants Miriam to sort of have Kate. babies? Miriam Cates, that sort of Tory. You know what's interesting? So last night I was at the Kebab Awards, and I was talking to a lot of people and Brack. a lot of different advisors from both sides and they were trying both both of them at different times were saying what are we going to learn at the Rochdale by-election on Thursday like there's going to be no takeaway because the odds are so skewed because you've got no proper candidates for each party and there's nothing to take home and I think if you look at PMQs today and you saw Rishi Sunak shouting you're an anti-Semite and Keir Starmer shouting you're an Islamophobe you know not them personally but you're slinging these insults at each other what you've got left in the middle is the sort of uh, huge mass of people who don't care about that and actually want to vote something that's going to actually change their local politics or their local constituency. And that if you look at Rochdale, Labour or Tories are not even factored in to who could possibly win on Thursday. It's a contest between Reform and George Galloway, right? Because those are two people who are actually appealing to the electorate and they're not appealing to the mass media who's going to write up their comments. Do you see what I'm saying? I think um, that the, the, the Labour guy who's not the Labour guy, he could still win, right? As our Ali. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I mean, because... It says Labour on the ballot paper. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, who's the Tory? I don't know, actually, now that I'm thinking about it's, it. It's just a go to me that the Tories are running. Rochdale. <laughs> 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 I've not seen anyone mention that. But do you know what? I actually laughed the other day because Green have separate have distanced yeah, themselves. They just, oh, they, 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 did another, they did another <laughs> rolling as well. Yeah, like just something about Rochdale. Yeah, just serial dickheads. The Rochdale wrongans. Um, okay, we'll wait. We'll wait for the name. We'll wait for the name of the uh, drum the, roll, please. Household name. <laughs> Prince Andrew. <laughs> Is there not a Conservative candidate? No, there is. There must be. There definitely is. Yeah, Paul Ellison. He must have done something. Well, he runs a landscaping company. <laughs> well, that's the sorry. most evil thing I've heard. Sorry, Ed. In, in our deeply serious world of broadcasting, can you not just infer that the Conservative candidate must be a wrong one? <laughs> absolutely nothing. He's standing in Rochdale. <laughs> Fuck's sake. I think, I don't know. If the shoe fits... Give him the shoe. <laughs> what was it yesterday? Walks like a duck, quacks like a duck. Probably is an Islamophobe. <laughs> what was that? I don't think I was there for that. Oh, it was Ian Dale on Politics Live. I wasn't. I also wasn't there. For that. Oh. 
It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Shut the fridge. It's the politics show cast. Before the Prime Minister continued on our American Odyssey, this word this journey into the wild west of her mind. She also claimed, she also claimed, Mr Speaker, that Nigel Farage is the man to restore the Tory party. Can the Prime Minister confirm whether he too would welcome Mr Farage back into the Tory fold? This Nigel Farage stuff, uh, Ava, not, not going away. I mean, Liz Truss did say that she would welcome into, into her Conservative Party which I think is one of, in a pantheon of many, stupidest things she has ever said. Um, <laughs> because if he was allowed into the Conservative Party, he would just cannibalise her and everyone else, and they would never get that party back. So, What's funny is that behind the scenes, at the time when they were saying, Nigel Farage, we should bring him back in to cohort, you know, to, to get that part of the electorate, what they, was, what they were saying behind the scenes was, we don't need him, we already have Lee Anderson. And now Lee Anderson has come back to bite them on the hand. Lee Anderson's meeting up with Richard Tice on the M1. Yeah. <laughs> Junction 28 of the M1. Holiday Inn? Holiday Inn. Holiday Inn. Yeah. Hotel Motel. <laughs> they, were just, they were just learning Sorry. about Crystal Light. The thing that Chopper left out was the fact that Pitbull was also there. <laughs> <laughs> you buried the lead, Chopper! <laughs> Mr. Worldwide! Lee Anderson is the Pitbull because he's the attack dog, remember? Mm, very good. Mm, very droll. What's your, what's your very droll remark on this podcast going to be? I've had one. Ava's had one. Think um, about it. Think about it. You need to bring one to the table. No, no, no. Okay? Can I prompt you? Do, do what you were going to tweet earlier about the Glasgow incident. <laughs> Okay. You know the Glasgow Willy Wonka thing? Yeah. I think if you fell for it, you're thick. That's my hot take. And I told him he shouldn't tweet it because... Why is that funny? <laughs> Why is it funny? Yeah. Oh, no, it's a separate point. Right. Just because if you, if you looked at the AI-generated images and you thought, well, there's going to be this magical Willy Wonka land in a warehouse in White Inch, like... Can you set the scene? What, what is the place that this warehouse is? It's like, like an industrial place. It's like there's there's no there's no reason to go there unless you're like working in a warehouse, mm. and so you're just rocking up. It's like I can't wait to take the kids and there's thirty five pound a head, Wonderland, and there's not on the website there's not a single image that isn't AI generated, and it's so obviously AI generated. So you and it's it's by a company that no one's heard of. It'd be different if it was like a big like. You haven't heard of the Illuminati? The House of the House of <laughs> Illuminati, or whatever it's called. Is that actually what the company's yeah, called? Yeah, it's insane. Mm. But like, there's, there's big events companies in Scotland that like you could trust, or whoever's at the Hydro, or whoever the Iron Brew Carnival is. 
Some are like some are at the huge... hydro. How would you pack out the hydro as as Willy Wonka's chocolate factory? Yeah, or whatever. I was giving an example of like an event space. That would it's be much more of a Barrowlands vibe, I think. <laughs> <laughs> SWG three years under that, like an actual <laughs> event space instead of just like some someone's hired out hired out a warehouse, which was probably you know an Amazon unit before the week before. I think if you fell for that, that's on you. But what I showed Ed was that if you go onto the Harry Potter website to go and look at one of their, you know, their thing, their Warner Brothers thing, all of that is AI I too. don't think that is AI, it's a draw. It is AI. I don't think it's an AI. You, there's someone casting a spell. Spells aren't real. No, but the images are... <laughs> no, there was... There was a, there's an yes, actor. they are! <laughs> there's an actor. There was like a floating there's hat, a, a floating sorting hat. <laughs> Okay, but it was, but it was Who do you think images. was doing that? You think it was someone? <laughs> you think the invisibility coat's real? It's been said before. I'll say it again. Ed loves wizard books, <laughs> and he thinks that they are non-fiction. <laughs> he <laughs> thinks the Lord of the Rings series is a history book. <laughs> I think Harry Potter is a documentary. Yeah, and think people should talk more about it. <laughs> they're not talking about it. <laughs> no, yeah, they're afraid. <laughs> so just to be just to be clear, though, for your take on the Willy Wonka thing, yeah. <laughs> your position is that the. Vic Victims of fraud deserve it. <laughs> yeah, if you're thick enough to do it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Very good. They're like, if, if, if you do, if you do, if you can't reach the threshold of cynicism, <laughs> like if you if if you looked into it for a okay. minute, Ed Campbell's be... appeal to cynicism. <laughs> if you're not a cynic, then fuck you. In the in the strong history of skepticism in this country, um, yeah, I think do your research. Just asking questions. Just asking questions. <laughs> go to, this go is to. why we ended up with so much fake PPE. Did you see that the... <laughs> 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 people, the people who bought PPE from Michelle Moon would have gone to the Wonka factory. <laughs> she might have something to do with it, to be fair. <laughs> Don't rule that out. <laughs> I've got a long history in the Middle East of uh, magical experiences. <laughs> that, that guy in the mask behind the mirror scaring the kid. <laughs> That's Doug Barrowman. <laughs> that was the PPE they supplied <laughs> to the hospitals. We've got to find a use for this. Twitter was so back this morning. It was, was so it? back. Yeah, it was all over the Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. And Kate Middleton. Where the hell is she? <laughs> Ed, what have you done with her? Well, I've done with her. Um, I paid for a Brazilian butt lift. <laughs> and that's why she's... That's why she's <laughs> you, gave, you gave her your butt? <laughs> Ed stands up and he's not got a butt anymore. And he goes... Completely, completely inny. I've got an inny. <laughs> and then Kate Middleton re-emerges. Huge arms. Thick. <laughs> she could be worse. She's got a huge arms. Someone said she was having buccal fat removal and that one really tickled me. What does that mean? It, there's a lot of law to it, but basically it just means you've got like the bit of fat here taken mm. out so that you've got more of a pout. But there's a lot of law. There's there's a joke about Lorraine never being on her show because she's always having her buccal fat removed. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone off topic. <laughs> That's not like us. Can I quickly add in that Lee Anderson on the Express today, there was a photograph, the photograph that was used. He had his fly sundown. Oh, yeah. It's not a crime. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't help himself. Ollie, Ollie had... We're not doing that. Mm. Ollie made this really good video in Grantham about about Margaret Thatcher. Mm. And he was really proud of the video and he should have been because it was a really good video. And then the second it had all gone live, I looked at it and said, are your flies undone? (laughs) (laughs) Ollie's not done his flies up for a single podcast. I don't have trousers on for a single podcast. (laughs) I only put them on for that one where you decided to film my crotch for an hour. (laughs) 
are you doing that? That was actually AI. You had to add trousers AI. in. That took weeks to edit. If you're stupid enough to fall for Ollie Dugmore <laughs> actually wearing trousers. <laughs> you're stupid enough to fall for a crotch cam. <laughs> or a pocket cam, I think I called it. It was called pocket cam, yeah. Crotch cam. Um, no, I was in character. I, I was like dressing as like an 80s wife. Oh, this like, was selling eggs. Selling the eggs next to the statue. statue. And so people very kindly assumed that I'd actually deliberately undone my flies as like part of my <laughs> bolshy character. Mm-hmm. But that um, illusion was quickly dispelled when Ava tweeted, no, 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 he didn't know and he's appalled. <laughs> sometimes we're a team, sometimes we're not. Sorry. Why did I do that? Because you're a bitch. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it was funny. We've got our annual review in about 15 minutes' time. <laughs> HR will be present. <laughs> we were saying that before. Just minutes we? ago, you called her a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have the tapes? <laughs> no, that bloody AI's got it. <laughs> do, do we think Farage would be welcomed by Sunak? Armour always said he was, wouldn't he? What would that do to the Conservative Party? Well, we wouldn't have this ridiculous add-on in the budget that's coming, which is si- packets, pack, excuse me, packets of cigarettes will now be £16. They're more expensive than that already, aren't they? You know, I did think that, but then I'm thinking at least £16, I right, think. Right, minimum. The, yeah. Minimum tobacco pricing. Because what's a cheap cigarette? A JPS? I don't know. I've no idea. Sterling. Palmel? Relatively. Hmm. But that's um, the only outcome. That's the only impact of Farage joining the Conservative Party. <laughs> <I quite> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I love the idea that the entire budget is Jeremy Hunter standing up and being like, a pack of fags is going to cost me 16 quid. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> you could completely destroy Farage by, you could bring him into, you've got to play the long game with this, right? But you've got to, you bring him into the Conservative Party, you make him the Minister for Dover, and you make his appointment just to be on Dover and Dungeness, walking up and down the beaches to make sure that no one else gets on. Yeah. And then every time that there's a new boat that does arrive, we blame Farage and we say, look, man, you've got one fucking job. It's to be the lookout. And you're, you're not, you're not I like succeeding. These, I like these really He's... practical cabinet minister rules. Yeah. <laughs> the minister of health. You, yeah, you're a heart surgeon now. But so, so it gets to the there's point, seven and right? a half million people on the backlog, mate. You're fucking crack on. Get to work. Come on, buddy. So then, so then the numbers come in from the home office. They get released, yeah. And they're like, what the fuck? Two and a half million people crossed the channel this month. And Farage was on watch. <laughs> so... And then the country completely loses faith in Nigel Farage. <laughs> and then we're back again. Or if you get, they bring back the death penalty and make the justice minister the hangman. The hymen? Hangman. He has to do it. <laughs> he, he, has to, he has to put the hood over their head, swing the rope. Did you know that Nicki Minaj filmed a music video at Dungeness? They have loads of concrete um, <coughs> before they invented radar. One of the early ways they tried to detect German planes coming over to bomb the UK, they have these huge concrete acoustic shapes. You literally listen. They're designed to catch the sound of the planes coming Whoa. and refract it. Yeah. That's, that sounds as stupid as like when you scream into a pot and then you open it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a really good um, this is John Mulaney bit about before they realised what DNA was and DNA testing. Like, oh, well, look, we've come for this murder scene. Oh, there's blood everywhere. Clean that up. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about the 
polling about the Conservative Party. Mm. Please, Ed. 58% of the Conservative Party members polled think Islam is a threat to the British way of life. So that's why they're refusing to you to condemn Islamophobia <laughs> because they can't alienate the Islamophobes who vote for them. Can I give... Can I... Can I um... Give the reform angle? Yes. Please. Um, do you think that this goes back to what we were saying the other day about how we've had this kind of like soft um, introduction of like Sadiq Khan is the Muslim mayor, Sadiq Khan is a Muslim man, he is an Islam missed right you know that progression that happened over like the space of two years and then we suddenly woke up and went whoa why are you saying he's an islamist doesn't make sense do you think that the people who were polled for that understand that islam is the religion and it's not islamism it's not fundamentalism i think they probably do you think that maybe that people don't don't quite no, understand I, the difference i think they don't think there is a difference i think they understand i think they think islam is like a genuine like damaging toxic thing i don't think they have any positive view because of do you think that if the question had been rephrased and said do you think that muslims are dangerous i think that that number would be dramatically less i disagree mm. really I, I, well, you're more scared of muslim men than you are of islam me personally <laughs> i'm one of the respondents <laughs> to the survey <laughs> I, only, I answered every single survey. Not only did I respond to the survey, I'm also a Tory party member. <laughs> and I, I have deep cover. <laughs> that too. Um, no, I think, well, they go hand in hand. And it's not like, I'm not surprised that Conservative Party members have a negative view of Islam and therefore Muslim people. I don't think that's mind shattering. More than half, this is according to the same opinion, uh, survey more than half of Conservative Party members think parts of European cities are under Sharia law. Which ones? Which ones? Presumably London. Presumably, presumably any of them with a high Muslim you know, population. But to some people, they probably think ULEZ is Sharia law. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some something. I'm not like. So, so if if the Prime Minister can't condemns Islamophobia because he has to cater to the fucking racists in his party. That's a serious issue. Mm. Big time. Yeah. Well, it's not just him, right? It's no. all across the broadcast rounds. None of them have been able to say it was Islamophobic, right? Mm. The line they've been given is it was wrong. Because we've got to go back to the constituency and get selected again. <laughs> and this weird pedantry over Islamophobia versus anti-Muslim hate or something. Yeah. And then blasphemy by the back door, which I just thought was the worst phrase ever. It just sort of feels like you're being like, I don't know, pegged by St. Anthony or something. Who's <laughs> <laughs> St. Anthony? Is he a real saint? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Patron saint of bumming. <laughs> <laughs> Catholics love him. <laughs> Doesn't count if it's by the back door, boys. When's his feast day? Huh? When's his feast day? Every day. Every day he eats. <laughs> he, eats he eats every day. Scrans ours. <laughs> back door open. Chow down. Another Do you think the Pope's going to be angry about that? You'd bloody love that, wouldn't you? Why? Are you accusing me of being sectarian? No. Uh, he was. 
Were you? No, I don't think so. Did you see that? I didn't. I didn't see that. I don't know. I'm still thinking about bumming St. Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to go to confession about this now. <laughs> Sorry, Father, I have sinned. How no. many Hail Marys do you think I'll have to do for saying that? <laughs> You'll be there a long, long time. Catholicism is filthy, isn't it? You know, when you think about it. In what sense? I think all organised religion is filthy. Mm. And particularly the organised religion that controls parts of our European cities and imposes Sharia law upon them. <laughs> yeah, I knew I recognised you from the meetings. <laughs> Someone should stop that, shouldn't they? Someone should have a word. What, the Sharia law? I, couldn't, I can't believe that Antwerp is run by Sharia law. <laughs> Where do you think they think it is? <laughs> Paris. Bradford. Bradford. Birmingham. Uh, oh, they'll be fuck, it'll be Malmo in Sweden. They love talking about Malmo. Do they? Yeah. What's going on in Malmo? They took a ton of um, refugees in the 2015 refugee crisis, and now they love doing crime stories that are like, there's ghettos, no-go zones. There's a, there's a lot, there's a, there is a, a serious crime problem in the city, but it's all sort of racially inflammatory. It's the Politics Show cast. Alain Smith. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Speaker, one of the few good things to come out of Wednesday's stramash last week was that the House united around a call for an immediate ceasefire. Now, I welcome that. That's progress. The Prime Minister was just given an opportunity by my friend to commit the UK's representatives in the United Nations and elsewhere to articulate that position of this House. If they're not going to do that, what would he say to those of us who say this place really is just a sick pantomime? Yeah. Ava, um, Alan Smith there. What did you think of that? I thought it was a bit weird that he said stramash. It's a Scottish word. <laughs> so not a word then. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's a, it's a common phrase. Is it? Yeah, stramash. How, com- how, how common? How common, yeah. I've never well, heard you say it before. It? I've never heard anyone say because that before. Because I code switch. You've thought, nev- you no, Laura's never said it either. When Laura, 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 back me up, it's a word. No, she said she's never heard it before. <laughs> she didn't. <laughs> did you not hear her? Stop gaslighting us. You've been doing it all episodes. You're gaslighting me. <laughs> Shamash is a real word. What the fuck does it mean? Like, commotion. Oh, it's not like an... What's her name? Astrid Wet thing. What does that mean? Well, like, fingering yourself they don't, or something. They don't say scranning arse in Scotland. They say stramash. <laughs> Stramarching. It's the formal version. It's the one you it's say an, in church. Yeah. Stushy is a word that he, he could have used as well. Yeah. Well, I'm familiar with that. For scranning arse. <laughs> You guys just, you make shit up. (coughs) We make shit up. Stramash, Stushy. Come on. Stushy is the name of a one-hit wonder band from the early noughties. I'd like to let everyone know that I do not agree with what Ollie is saying at the moment. Ollie doesn't understand the language. I'm just trying to get a rise out of it. I'm not actually here Um, to alienate. (laughs) What was was that Stushy song? Black Heart. Yes. Mm. Stushy and the... I think they were just that. Just Stushy. I don't know them. Were they Scottish? Oh, almost certainly. No one down here would have called their band Stushy. Because <laughs> no, it sounds weird when you say it. Does it's it? Like, yeah, it does sound quite strange. <laughs> Stushy. That's <laughs> an advert, sorry. I have to wait. That's not Stushy. <laughs> That's not Stushy. There's no point in doing this because we won't be able to include it in the uh, podcast, but just for your own Up benefit. Up to 30 seconds. Can we? Yeah. Great, okay. Make it the theme song for this episode. Why didn't you just get it up on Spotify? That's a good question as well. I just Googled it. 
I don't know that song. No? I like it. The lyrics are here, you can sing along if you want. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna call, I'm not gonna cold sing a song I don't know. Do it. Go on. Do it. <laughs> oh, that song. Sing. Monster. Yeah. <laughs> One more time, Ed. <laughs> Scaring me <laughs> to death. Oh, yes, he is. <laughs> Bad. Mad. Is that stoosh or stooshy? That's pronounced stooshy. Really? That's actually the correct way to spell stooshy. I think they're not Scottish. However you spell it in Scotland, that's... that's I think way. it's a different word. Parallel thinking. The lyrics I just heard there... Um, mama, he's the best I ever had. Yep. Not sure I'd go home and tell my mum that. <laughs> <laughs> mama just got rattled. <laughs> Railed. I can't walk. I will never recover from this. <laughs> Sorry, I thought we were sharing. Uh, <laughs> what's dad like? <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> Does he say that to me? We didn't even get to the end of Alan Smith's first sentence. <laughs> yeah, because you, you were racist. You're sounding an awful lot like the critics of the Conservative Party right now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> to be quite honest with you. You sound like Lee Anderson, like in his Express article today when he just said they just love playing the race card. That's you. <laughs> me right now. That's, yeah, that's you. Come on then. So, Stramash, then what? So. Bangers. <laughs> well, I've got to bring the mood Bangers down. Bangers and Stramash. Oh, very good. Strabangers. I've had two now. You're still behind. <laughs> <laughs> One of you talk about what he said, <laughs> please. Two funny so he was talking the about the vote that, ha that happened last Wednesday and he said that the official position now of Parliament is that they would like a ceasefire. Um, but he... Uh, you see, the free, this is where the SNP lose me a little bit because I, I think that, of course, they should be using their parliamentary time to try and secure... Um, a ceasefire and they should be trying to get to, to push the UK government to send as much aid as we can right but it's sort of the cheap line at the end of it like if they're not going to do that what would he say to those of us who say this place is really just a sick pantomime what's the prime minister going to actually answer back with that you know you're asking him to be reasonable and actually try to come around to your way of thinking but you're doing it in a way that is confrontational and unhelpful because I know literally just every Premises questions. Yeah, but th okay, mm. but that that annoys me because actually some MPs use it very carefully. They'll say, "In my constituency, this person <laughs> has had their asylum claim rejected. Will the Prime Minister commit to a meeting with me and so and so about this in the next month?" Mm -hmm. And the Prime Minister will say yes because he's pushed into it, right? Because he's on the. So what you could do is you could say, "Will the Prime Minister meet with the UN to secure?" New, f new funding avenues to get more humanitarian aid across the Ruffer Crossing, mm -hmm. right? You could do something pragmatic like that but, rather than the mudslinging. But it actually, I think I disagree with you because it's quite a serious thing that the government and parliament are at odds with each other about this. Yeah. The whole parliament is, and he's drawing attention to that. I think it's quite a serious thing to draw attention to and doing that and like, obviously Star Sunak isn't going to bout, like, he's not going to capitulate there and then. 
So you might as well make a song and dance about it. But the question is, is he appealing to the Prime Minister there or is he appealing to the newspapers to hopefully write it up? Newspapers and the public in general, which I think is a, a, completely, is a completely valid use of a question at Prime Minister's questions. I think it's sort of like what the SNP do, right? Like it's the whole, their thing is we don't want to be here. This mm-hmm. place is a joke, yada, yada, yada. They're always going to add in, no matter what they're talking about, whether it's Gaza, whether it's Barnet formulas, you know, um, for... for Stramashes. Yeah, whether it's, when will I next get Stramash? <laughs> <laughs> there is no Stramash in the canteen today. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that tickled me. Um, and they'll be like, why is there no Stramash in the canteen? And by the way, the canteen's a shithole! <laughs> in Hollywood, it is Stramash every day! <laughs> You wouldn't know a Stramash <laughs> if it crawled up in your soup. <laughs> you don't know who Urwali is. <laughs> the crankies mean nothing to you. <laughs> You've never seen Jerry Cinnamon in concert. <laughs> you don't think Paul Black's that funny. Right down the line. Is that Jerry Sidman? No, that's Jerry. That's uh, Baker Street. No, yeah, Jerry Rafferty. Rafferty, yeah, never mind. Um, (laughs) 87 people have signed uh, the motion. The motion (laughs) pressure, (laughs) much? What's the fucking point? (laughs) (laughs) Message bigger. There's a right on the wrong gentleman agree with me. And your position is untenable. Because of your opposition to delicious stramash. (laughs) 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 But 87 people have signed Oh, don't fucking try and do that now. Come on. You could see that though as well because... Sir Lindsay was was um, demure today, wasn't he? He wasn't interfering at all. Would we say he was moderating with a certain Elan, a certain je ne sais quoi? I'm not sure. What? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, think he was. Is that not what demure means? That no. Demure. Demure is kind of like stylish silence. I just sort of a bit I just... sexy. <laughs> One thing I've never am been I accused that of. No, I... Never been accused of stylish silence. Like, am I am I confusing it with debonair? Maybe Demir is that. Maybe, maybe. Look, do you know what? Right, you, you can all... No, can you, can you actually just let me make the fucking point about Sir Lindsay? What does Demir mean? You just used it in a sentence. Well, you see, you see what Sir Lindsay was acting like today? Demir. I hope you're right. Reserved, modest, and shy, typically used of a woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's being feminine today. <laughs> You're being quite girly to me. <laughs> being quite reserved, girl, Mr. Speaker. Put on your big boy pants, Lindsay. <laughs> oh, Madam Deputy Speaker. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I didn't recognise you. <laughs> oh no! I oh, know we keep trying. <laughs> So what was wrong with acting like a girl? <laughs> All right. Do we think um, Lindsay Hoyle 
cements his position if he becomes a man again. That's not what I meant, and you know it. So how does sorry? (laughs) So how should Lindsay Hoyle reassert his masculine credibility in the House of Commons? I think he needs to grant the SO24 to the SNP and have a vote on a ceasefire. That would be full dick out. Mansplain. Interrupt every female MP. Listen to Joe Rogan. Lift some bloody weights. <laughs> he interrupts every single thing that Stephen Flynn has to say and say, I think what you're trying to say is this, actually. <laughs> Baldy. <laughs> <laughs> Just start insulting them all. Yeah. yeah. Turn the crash in the House of Commons into a dojo. <laughs> <laughs> Votes at six, nunchucks at seven. <laughs> That'd yeah. be good. I, um, think, I think you'd win back some some people, some support. Desmond Swain would love that. Yeah, he'd be into, well into I that. I would be down there all the time. Indoor shooting range? They used to have one of those, didn't they? That still exists. Bring that back. That's the big question. I thought, when we talking to someone who, I can't remember who it was now. Harry. Who went looking for it and said it's gone. Um, I felt like when the last time we had Harry on, we were still <laughs> discussing that there was a possibility it was there still. It's on the maps, but we think that it's got, um, he thinks that it's got uh, the heating system in there now. Boring. Yeah. That would be quite a good way. You know, like if you call a vote. For, no, I'm not going to say that. That's anyway. So, but, okay. The problem with Selinzi, he'd like completely lost control, right? Of, of that PMQs. He wasn't. He wasn't stopping any of the, the Conservative MPs from jumping up or shouting. He's normally threatening people with leaving to go to the tea room, mm-hmm. isn't he? Sounds demure to me. <laughs> what is, is that? Is there a leak? Is that, is that a beeping or is that in my head? That is a... It's, it's like a glove in the sink. Sean, could you stop whatever you're doing back there? <laughs> oh, God. What the fuck? <laughs> Sean sucking himself off. Anyway, the point is, 87 people have signed that motion now, right? And yep. you're not meant to be flappable. You're not meant to be perturbed by that. Don't start asking me. Fuck you all, all right? Do you <laughs> you're know not, what? You're not, you're, not meant to be, you're not meant to be perturbed by the opposition to your speakership. Yeah. Well, I think it's more you should be able to command the authority. No, the problem is, if he, was, if he was less girly, he wouldn't bother. He's been too emotional. <laughs> He wasn't so much of a rat bitch, he'd be fine. <laughs> you seem really crying. Rat fuck. The house last week. Oh, we've just got another... Rishi Sunak has dropped into the WhatsApp channel again. I love Rishi Sunak's WhatsApp channel because it has 18,000 followers on it. You, you're the prime minister of the country. You've got a broadcast channel where, you know, voters would supposedly like to keep it, you know, keep up to speed with you. Keep abreast. And only 18,000 people are on it. What does he say? Right now he's just said... Uh, Coming, coming to you shortly. Better transport, and he's got a nice little sign that he's hammering into the side of the an embankment. Great. Shall we wrap this up? This is the last twenty minutes have been nothing to do with Prime question. Well, I'd like to say that I tried to do some politics, and you kept talking about straw mashing at Saint Anthony or whatever it was. <laughs> I thought it was good. I had fun. I hope you're pleased with yourself. I did. I did a fair bit of politics today. More than usual. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Thanks very much for listening to the Politics Joe podcast. We will see you on the next one. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.